And at Heinz Hall this weekend, the Pittsburgh Symphony with Manfred Honig, bringing joy, bringing jollity, the music director of the Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra. Manfred Honig is here live in the studio. Good morning. Good morning, Jim. It is so great to be with you. But first, let me congratulate WQFM on its 50th birthday. And congratulations to you, Jim, on your 45th anniversary year with WQED. There's simply no one like you when it comes to classical music. Your knowledge and your dedication, your joy and your voice. (laughs) We are so grateful to have uh, this long partnership uh, with you to bring great music to Pittsburgh. And we cannot wait to see what the next 50 years will bring to us. What a beautiful statement. Thank you so much. I wish you could have been here the week before last. We had the actual day of the 50th anniversary, but we're celebrating all year long. So we're hoping to do something at Heinz Hall with you before the year is out. And we're going to have the variety of ways of of celebrating. And uh, it was just an amazing day because Micah Wilkinson played a fanfare for our Rich Fitzgerald, the Allegheny County executive. And he had a proclamation. uh, I don't like to live in the past. Past, you know, but the past 50 years have been amazing. And to have had how many years with you now? 15 years? How 15 many years? 15 years, it's actually, yes. Oh, yes, it's yes. just so great. Well, all the best to you. This was an exciting week because earlier in the week you announced the plans for the upcoming season. And there's a theme to the season, the power of now. What does it mean, the power of now? What's it all about? Well, we live in our time, and uh, the power of our now means, of course, that we present pieces of our time, but we uh, present also pieces in a new light of uh, pieces which uh, we all love. We will, of course, have a lot of Beethoven, we will have um, uh, Mahler, and we have this uh, Tchaikovsky and, and Franz Liszt, and so this great uh, music we, we offer here. But we live in our time, and we, we want to bring this music uh, to attention to those people who are live now and, and uh, celebrate with us and enjoy this music with us. And this is uh, for us enormously important to bring the, the music always in in a in a new light, in a new in a different way than it was. Might be 50 years. It was very right 50 years ago, 40 years, 30 years ago, 100 years ago. But now we live in our time, and we want to play for our audience now at the. Very exciting. And I loved, uh, there were so many details that you announced earlier this week. And you can go to the Pittsburgh Symphony's website and check out the plans for the upcoming season. Uh, A couple of highlights from you. It's always hard to choose any one concert. You and Mary Person put so much effort into putting it together. I noticed new names. uh, A a woman conductor who was born in Kiev, I think, uh, that I'd never seen before. But uh, what strikes you? Uh, Just a few things from from the plans for next year. We have, of course, um, as I said before, a lot of uh, commission pieces. Uh, We have Gabriela Ortiz and we have Jesse Montgomery, Queen incident dances we will have uh, Nancy Galbraith and we have a lot of wonderful young composers and and some uh, unknown 
composers. But um, there is also, uh, for me, important that is that we connect these pieces, uh, these great pieces, also with great pieces of the history. For example, you will have the Brahms Requiem, one of the best pieces of uh, of, of Brahms, a very emotional, beautiful and, and uplifting and hopeful Requiem here a road. And we combine this also with Eric's Eisenwald's Lux Eterna with the choir, the choir alone. And it's actually will be a, a beautiful, I think, a beautiful program. We have a lot of new pieces which are offered. For example, Franz Liszt's Dante Symphony was never performed in uh, uh, here in Pittsburgh. And that's amazing. And as well as a, a Schumann uh, Violin Concerto, um, which will be played by David McCarroll, our new concertmaster. Also, this piece was never performed in, uh, uh, in Pittsburgh. So I'm so excited to uh, present uh, uh, David McCarroll with a piece we have never played. And it's a great piece. Um, and the beautiful views, and it was also a strong wish by, by David himself to, to perform that. We have a lot of um, uh, beautiful and great uh, uh, soloist Helen Grimaud is coming. After, after Raimov, we have uh, Kantorov, a new one, exciting um, pianist, uh, Pablo Fernandez and the cello. But um, we have also um, uh, celebrated uh, some plays, uh, some uh, Saint Valentine's Day next season, for example. We do Prokofiev's Romeo and Juliet, for example. I will first time do uh, Dvorak's Seventh Symphony, and of course we will present Schumann and Beethoven uh, Symphony as well. Um, we have will have Mahler's Fifth Symphony, his famous Fifth Symphony. Um, and we will do a Bruckner Symphony combined with a very interesting new composer, a young composer, Sammy Musser. And I asked him especially, please um, um, write a piece which is connected to, to Anton Bruckner. So we will have um, this piece also recorded, the Bruckner's Eighth Symphony. I'm very excited about that. I must say this... Um, 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 one, this program of uh, next season is um, a lot of variations of different kind of styles. You know, we have this Baroque, we have uh, classic, Viennese classic, we have Beethoven, Mozart, and we have the Romantic, and we have our time. It all happens now in the Heinzel. The power of now with Manfred Honeck and all the special guests. Of course, I have to zing you. When will we hear the... Tales from the Vienna Woods with the Zither. I still don't hear the Zither at Heinz Hall. I keep asking you to bring it along. Um, well, I would like to do it very much, but I have to practice the sit again, which I have not practiced the last 50 years, I must admit that. <laughs> and there must be a guest artist who could help you. Well, I'm going to keep bugging you about it. And the Mahler Symphony of a Thousand. When will we have the oh, yes, Mahler Symphony is, of a Thousand? This is definitely on my agenda. That's so many pieces I really would like to do. And, and um, believe me, Mahler 8 is, uh, since I come, I really want to do this. And actually, we had programmed it for, for the 2020. 2021 season and and unfortunately the pandemic did not allow us to have um, um, 
perform this this time. But it will come, and, and I'm already excited now to to announce at some point. Well, next season, mm. the power of now is mm. so great. I, I don't want to give you a hard time about things that are yet to come, and I'll look forward to those. And this weekend, we've got the uh, fantastic Lyra Auerbach. Icarus is on the program. The uh, Planets by Gustav Holst and Ray Chen playing the Mendelssohn Concerto. Yes, it's a beautiful program. Also, I, I um, programmed the, the Planets, which I have done already some years ago. But I think it's still a great piece, and I really love this piece. And the orchestra plays is um, sensational. Um, they played it in early times, as you heard before. Lauren Marcel was uh, performing that uh, with the Pittsburgh Symphony. It's just a, a wonderful orchestra, and in this repertoire, anyway. Um, but I wanted to also to, to um, uh, connect this piece um, on the planets with uh, with with Icarus by Lehrer Auerbach, and I thought that the language, the emotion, the content was actually perfect. Um, it it uh, lines up with the with the emotions you find in the in the planets by Gustav Holz, which was actually written in 1918. Um, in, uh, he started in 1914 to work. He needed really four years to, to work on the planets. Um, he, he could only uh, compose in the summertime. He was head of the St. Paul's Girls um, School and uh, he simply had no time. So the, the, the only time he had left was the holidays to, to perform. We were happy to have this piece. Um, he had, of course, no idea about, uh, about the, how they in a real look now, and in our concert this weekend, we will also show on the screen um, uh, the, the planets, yeah, sort of the Mars and Jupiter, Neptune, and then this um, will be uh, uh, seen. And this is a real picture from we, we received from the NASA. So it will be shown, and I'm very happy to, 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 uh, to show this to the audience. But we have also to know uh, Gustav Holz in 1918 had no idea how they in, um, uh, in the reality look like, but we hear it in the music, what he thought about these planets, which is really beautiful. So the Mars in the beginning was a really powerful and, and mighty rhythm, steady rhythm, and and um, other pieces were were you know, the Saturn very light and and, and peaceful. That was his thoughts about. But uh, going back to Lehrer Auerbach's uh, Icarus, it's a really wonderful short piece. And there's one special instrument uh, uh, she used, the theremin. Um, I was not aware of this instrument, I must say, some uh, a year ago. But when I heard this piece, I thought, wow, this is wonderful to present. Um, and uh, uh, we'll have uh, the theremin player uh, played in the front of, um, on the side of the front of the, of the stage. It's a very special electronic sound, and I must say it, it fits in very good to the idea to feel the, the stars far away, and then this sound actually uh, describes also this um, um, this this distance, I would say. The theremin is always fun. You know, in the pop music world, it's known for the Beach Boys had the good vibrations, which you hear when you're at the supermarket shopping. Sometimes it comes on the speakers. You may not know that the theremin is used there. And we had it at Heinz Hall in David Del Tredici's final Alice some years ago, uh, 20th century, 
work. So I'm always yeah. looking forward to the theorem. And aren't there some other percussion effects too? I think there are glass bowls. Uh, glass being bowls, played. yeah. A glass harmonica, we call that in German. This is also a wonderful effect. And actually, the piece ends with this. And of course, it's very powerful, those instrumentative, very colorful percussion. And, and the, the winds and brass play this broad sound that is, it's, a, it's actually. Really, I think it was very interesting. Lyra Auerbach, and I pulled up just the opening of it from YouTube. This was the performance of the debut at the proms. Let's see if we can hear just the opening of the Auerbach for a minute here. Just the opening of the Lyra Auerbach Icarus with the National Youth Orchestra of Great Britain at the Royal Albert Hall in the proms in 2019. It was Mark Wigglesworth there. Manfred Honnick will conduct it, and you'll hear it live on the radio this evening with Ray Chen, and you've promised to stop by and say hello during intermission. It's not like you're busy or anything today. <laughs> we got you burning the candles at both ends up early this morning on the radio during intermission and conducting and rehearsing. Do you know this expression, burning the candle at both ends? Is there an Austrian equivalent to yeah, it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> or, or do they say, do the Austrians say burning the candle? But what do you say? Yeah, and, and, and beiden Enden des uh, ein Licht brennen. There you go. Okay, <laughs> very good. Don't do it. Get a little <laughs> schläfchen this afternoon, please. Have, have, a, have a little nap. Yeah. Maestro Manfred Honig is here with us live in the studio, and you mentioned uh, that you've worked with Lyra Auerbach. We're going to hear the theremin, and there's an opportunity for the audience to experiment with a the theremin out in the lobby at Heinz Hall before the concert. You want to come early because Jacob Joyce is going to do a pre-concert talk and you can poke around. The Heinz Hall is so beautiful just to have some refreshment in one of the one of the lounges and uh, experiment with the theremin just like the, the Beach Boys used it in uh, Good Vibrations and Lyra Auerbach in her beautiful Icarus tonight at Heinz Hall. What a multifaceted program you put together. Absolutely, and uh, remember uh, last week we had also a nice program with uh, uh, Simon uh, Carlos' uh, piece before Beethoven's Fifth Symphony, which is connected with the piece, but also in the, in the second half we have uh, Wagner with six harps, and uh, the pre-concert talk uh, was actually marvelous because the, uh, the all six harps uh, presented their uh, instruments, uh, uh, and it is amazing how the audience can then uh, get informed what they really do on stage and how they uh, uh, handle the, the instruments in a certain passages. So I always can enc encourage people to come to the pre-concert talk as well, which uh, our um, um, presented by our by, by my assistant conductors. They do a fantastic uh, job. In, in, in the way. I'm very happy to present these pieces at, in these two weeks and, and these um, um, really beautiful uh, pieces. We will, of course, next year also present all these uh, this kind of pieces as well. And uh, we have um, with uh, Ray Chen, a, 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 a soloist, um, who is a dear friend of the orchestra as well, um, Mendelssohn's Violin Concerto, probably one of the most uh, beautiful uh, romantic uh, piano concerto, uh, excuse me, violin concerto. Um, and we rehearsed it already yesterday, and it was uh, will be a f fantastic moment as well, also for the audience to to hear Ray Chen to to play this um, beautiful romantic piece.
Ray has been a sensation on previous visits, and he has a huge presence on the social media world. He's on, well, every social media platform. He's there on Facebook and has a lot of followers, but he's got the goods. He is an amazing player. That Absolutely, is the thing. he's an amazing player. Otherwise, he would not be on the stage of the Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra in the Heinz Hall. So he's a very electric and, and very curious always to find new ways, and his spirit is actually amazing. And the Mendelssohn Concerto, always oh, such a joy on a cold, dark winter night. Just great. It's a great piece for every time of the season, I must say. But in this time, when we also celebrate uh, Valentine's Day uh, weekend, I think that's also a, a beautiful moment to enjoy uh, this uh, uh, this music. I, um, um, Mendelssohn has uh, written this um, 1845, so two years before. Um, he passed away, and he was in Leipzig at that time, and he uh, wrote it for Ferdinand David, who was the concertmaster um, in that uh, time. And uh, it was beloved from the first moment. A little bit unusual for that time for us. Now we, we understand it immediately, but uh, that the violin starts immediately with a theme that was uh, rather unusual. Remember that Mozart, Haydn, and Beethoven, um, they always had an introduction. And then the violin started, but he starts immediately with uh, with uh, with the melody, with this beautiful melody, and it is in E minor. Um, it's interesting that Mendelssohn has written some uh, concerto before in, uh, in D minor, so three of them in D minor, and now it's in E minor. So he seems to be a specialist for for the minor keys, <laughs> but um, um, it is it turned out to be so lovely and so joyful and um, optimistic, hopeful and 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 by the way, virtuosic. And the last, uh, the third, the third movement is just uh, like the Midsummer Night's Dream, a very a special scherzando and, and, and brilliant uh, in, in this in composition. That is tonight on the air live at 8 o'clock Sunday afternoon at 2.30 at Heinz Hall. Manfred Honig, the Mendelssohn Choir, appears at the end of the host of planets. Ray Chen in the Mendelssohn Concerto. And we heard Lyra Auerbach's Icarus a moment ago. I just wanted to play a few seconds of Holst conducting Holst. This is the recording that he made in the 20s, I believe, 1926. And uh, this is Holst in, in London uh, reco- recording his own music for EMI uh, HMV. Jupiter, the bringer of jollity from the planets for Gustav Holst, with the composer conducting the London Symphony Orchestra in 1926. Manfred Honeck, will you take it that fast this evening? It's uh, a fast one. Well, it's a, a quite a fast one, but it's fascinating that to hear um, music which is performed by the composer. Also, I would wish that we have this also by Beethoven and Tchaikovsky, which unfortunately we don't have. Yeah? But I, um, it will be exciting and uh, tonight as well. And at the <laughs> end, it's very ethereal with the singers of the Mendelssohn Choir, the women. Where are you putting them? Sometimes they've been up at the very top of the hall. Sometimes they're backstage. Where are they in the hall? Actually, um, we tried it out yesterday in the break um, um, before before they went together with the orchestra. And we have, a, 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 I think, a great place. It's the staircases um, on, the, on, the, on the left side uh, where they all, all the women will be in there. And um, so it's, it's the, uh, acoustically, 
in the hall you is the best sounding um, uh, position for for the offstage uh, chorus or other instruments um, it, i love this very much because it has also resonance it's not dry it is it's, it really sounds very far away which is for this kind of um, ending uh, very necessary and um, we, we, um, in the end we will do something special um, because uh, we have the, the, the door will, op will be open backstage but that it gets even more far away we slowly will close the door so that you that it distance that you that it is in the end uh, completely unhearable it's a trick which we uh, uh, use sometimes in the opera world anyway but it is a very fascinating moment where you, where you feel that the, the, uh, the, the music disappears and then goes into into the stars world in in the sky it's a beautiful and we tried it out yesterday um in the, in the worked very well We'll try to capture it with our microphones, but it's mm. best to be there in person and Absolutely. experience it all. <laughs> Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And I must point out that Saturday night is the night for the theremin, and there's a family connection through Bronwyn Bannert, your cellist, whose father uh, worked at NASA, I, I believe. Is that correct? That's and, correct, And, and you're yes. going to have the films from, from NASA, so it's going to be a, a visual as well as an auditory experience. Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful because, um, as I said before, it's um, uh, musically you can understand uh, what uh, Holst was thinking and uh, about the music, and that it's, it's really great. So it gave to every planet a, a character. <clears throat> Very imaginary. Um, I was wondering why he not uh, uh, made a music about Earth. Earth is also a planet, so to say. But I believe um, he did not do it by purpose because it was too real. Um, it, the real, it's, it, it's. Um, we know what what Earth is about, and so it's probably also hard to describe what happens in Earth. But uh, to describe planets in 1918, I had no idea how this looks like. It's far away. We know that it might exist or not exist. Uh, we gave them name, and 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 um, what he musical describes in in that uh, is is really it's it's Holtz own idea. But we nowadays, I think we can uh, taste a little bit what he what he thought about, and and it it makes actually for me a beautiful image, um, musical image, and you really can understand um, how these planets would, would have um, uh, looked like in musical. So many things to discuss, and yet I know you have to get to your rehearsal. You have in March F. Murray Abraham coming back for your Mozart Requiem, which you took to Carnegie Hall. You did it in New York on several occasions. I was there for the Spring for Music performance at Carnegie Music Hall, and that was spectacular. You have bells, you have chant, that's going to be great in, in March. It will be um, um, a very interesting week and an um, important week also because I decided to record the Mozart Requiem in this version. Um, as you know, that Mozart passed away in the, uh, in the time when he worked on a Requiem. He composed operas, piano concerti, violin concerti. And when he worked on a Requiem, and he passes away. This is a story itself already extremely uh, interesting, mysterious somehow. But I want, uh, I will only perform those uh, sections of the Requiem which uh, Mozart himself 
um, have composed or might be not finished all the time, but um, but I where he was part of uh, the composing, and um, and I have uh, connected this also with elements which is um, surrounding the death of of Mozart bells, for example, three bell beats, or Gregorian chants, which was used in the time of, of Mozart in the St. Stephen Cathedral, um, and uh, other pieces which Mozart has written for, uh, for friends who passed away, like the Freemason, um, Masonic uh, uh, music. And we have, we'll have a narrator, and Murray Abraham, who played Salieri in, in, the, uh, in the movie Amadeus, he will come to us um, and uh, will uh, narrate uh, some texts. Um, and I'm very happy that he, uh, uh, that he will uh, accept this offer by us. And, it is, and he, I spoke with him a week ago, and uh, he's so excited to come to Pittsburgh. It will be a fantastic week, I think. It, um, it's so beautiful. And the program, by the way, will be also of, um, Schubert's Unfinished uh, Symphony. The Mozart Rating was unfinished as well, so I thought Schubert's Unfinished. And a new piece by uh, James Macmillan. All three pieces will be recorded and you will hear this on the CD. But to hear this live, it is now. We have to uh, uh, hear it now. It is somehow uh, such a great event, all this. Every time, everywhere where I do this Mozart Requiem in the world, and believe me, I have done it in Japan, in Northern uh, Europe, um, in, in Paris, um, in Germany, in Austria, everywhere, it, people are so touched still by the music and, and by this combination which we uh, present here in Pittsburgh. We'll look forward to that in March. But this weekend is the Mendelssohn Concerto with Ray Chan, the Planets, Gustav Holst and Lyra Auerbach and Icarus. Tonight, 8 o'clock on the air live, but see it in person Friday, Saturday and Sunday afternoon. Manfred Honig... Auf Wiedersehen. I hate to say goodbye, but until we meet again tonight at 8 o'clock. Looking forward to see you tonight. Now, we've been talking too much. You haven't had the Kringle, the Danish Kringle from Trader Joe's. Well, thank you so much for <laughs> offering me this. You know my weakness, my desserts and chocolate is always things what I really like. We'll thank you so much. We'll see if we can put it in the car with your uh, dri driver, the uh, chauffeur, uh, Julie Getz, who's also with us this morning and our silent partner. So nice to see you. All the best thank to you, you this Jim, weekend. All the best to you as well.